We thank you for keeping it tuned in to the Sports Cubicle. I'm Mike Mercado with Paul Shivari, and this is something that we've wanted to tackle for a little bit. I think it's become a real focal point in the world of sports, but also I think the world of media, entertainment, and journalism, whether it's the feud between Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless, Undisputed and First Take, whether it's stories that we're hearing here locally that are being refuted by either big name industrators or by people locally who are trying to confirm said story. It becomes a weird time for sports fans, for the consumer, to know what's right, what's true, what's false, what's being fed to you to deliver a message, and everything in between. And, Paulie, I think this is a, a chance for us here on the Sports Cubicle to be transparent in the way we disseminate things that we've read, news stories, even, and some of the rare moments where it's breaking news, or even what you believe when you're on social media, how you digest that information. And I want to run it by you this entire, the last few weeks that have been the sports landscape in media. How is it for you? What are you doing to gather your information? Are you only on certain Twitter accounts? Do you only follow certain subscriptions for like the athletic and the New York post? And what is it for Paul Shabari? How do you do it? For me, it's Twitter. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, yeah, multiple sources on Twitter. And I've got to be able to trust that source. And, and I don't break news. Yeah. I know that's, that's the hardest thing is if you were breaking a news story, then you've got to be a hundred percent sure that what you're breaking is true, or you have to word that properly so that people don't think that you're breaking something that you think is true when when you don't know if it's true. What do you think is the line between journalists and broadcaster slash entertainer? I think it's our responsibility when we have either platforms, social media, or on the air, on the internet, wherever it may be, that if you have an audience, a voice, you have to have some form of responsibility that what you're saying matters on some level. Are you able to tell the difference between the two, knowing that you're a student of the game? But in 2023, can we all be able to actually see the difference? Is the line just too blur at this point between what is a true journalist and what is a news correspondent slash opinionist? Like, we're that's hard. It's yeah, I, I yeah. mean, it's so hard because I think we live in the the day and age where you know, especially when you talk about broader things like politics. Uh, how many times you know you hear like let's say let's say the big thing uh, Donald Trump thinks the election is stolen. That's the, that's a huge allegation. Right. Now. Many people risked their lives and their well-being to follow that without any concrete evidence, whereas you have what we're reporting on our side and on the station that, yeah, these uh, lawsuits have been thrown out of court and he really doesn't have much to go off of other than what he says. And we we try to refute him. And so uh, it's hard because we live in a, a day and age where if you want something to be true, whether you've got the proof or not, you can try and will that into uh, the ether. Um, so that's hard in the sports world because you see a lot of people, you know, uh, take the the story about Alan Williams, the Bears defensive coordinator. All we know is that he resigned. We know that that's been confirmed by the team. But there's been wild speculation around that, be it from supposed reputable journalists and just the jerks online that are putting their two cents into it. So that's the thing is you can't believe everything you see at face value. You have to take a deeper dive 
and maybe cross it with a couple of sources. I'm so glad you said that. One of the things that I've always, and this is what I learned from either journalism class or just years of doing this, right, is you also got to find what the main source of a report is. If everybody's just repeating the same exact one central point and nobody else is, yep. that's a problem. You also have to take the people that you find reputable. Are they talking about it? Are they retweeting? What kind of investigation are they doing? And I think this is also very important. There's a difference between straight facts and journalism and editorializing things. You can do both. A journalist can editorialize a statement in a way when they give you the full segment. For example, whether you were listening to, like, here in Chicago, Justin Fields, talking about being robotic. Mm -hmm. And whether it was a coaching thing or it was a thing within himself in his own mental breakdown of the game. You can editorialize what you think that might mean. Yeah. How it might impact the Bears. As long as you're also giving the full quotes and context and you're being fair to your consumer, your readers, your listeners, as somebody with the responsibility as a broadcaster or a journalist, while also understanding that there is a difference. If you do have one of these microphones, but you don't have a degree and you're not covering them, you don't have credentials, sure, you could do the waka waka waha type of radio, <laughs> yeah. but you have to know your place too, right? And I think we've seen it here in Chicago, a lot of sports media members, whether even in music and in news, kind of get looked down by the people in industry because they criticize and they ring them through the dirt, but are never there in the locker rooms, are never there in council meetings, are never yeah. there at concerts. And I think that's also important too, is to know that difference. But I think what's also important is we respect journalism here in the sports cubicle. We respect the job and we also understand the subjects of journalism. We have to respect their boundaries and their needs and their privacy. So I think we understand how sensitive of a subject and how important it is in all of life beyond just sports. But I think I think our audience is aware of the fact that we give a lot of opinion on this show. And we're upfront that it's opinion that yeah. we're offering a lot of the times, but we're trying to base that on the facts that we know and that we can confirm. And we will grow if something changes. We will always give credit to if, uh, as a story evolves and it changes. And I think this is what I love about the show the most is that we could just be honest, crack the mics and talk about things tr in a transparent way. And in a criticism for, let's say, like the Chicago Bears for the, the kind of weeks that they've had, transparency is key. So sometimes living in the shadow gives people the opportunity to just make up stuff that they're seeing in the darkness. Mm -hmm. He's Paul Shivari. I'm Mike Mercado. We got a lot left here on the Sports Cubicle. Follow us on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. Check us out on Spotify and on SoundCloud at WCPT820. Shout out to our friends over at Sheets and Giggles. The Sports Cubicle, sports from the couch for 15% out. Thank you so much for the love at Lucha Dog. Paulie, I'm Mike. We got more coming up next.